Yes, time to talk women's football with Alicia Carnavas. Evening, Alicia, and very happy new year to you. Happy new year, guys. Good to be back. Good to have you with us again. Uh, let's talk about the A-League women's a bit to get through. Melbourne City are top of the table at the moment, but uh, Western United have got a game in hand. They've won five out of five, which is an amazing start under Mark Torcaso. Uh, and they showed a bit of resilience too to beat Perth Glory at the weekend. Yeah, look, I thought they were going to get pipped at the post there by Perth. I thought Perth had them for most of that match. But uh, to come back and win it 3-2, I thought they, like I said, just the resilience of the team. And they've been performing well anyway. They've had their wins on the trot. But um, to win against Perth in that fashion was really impressive. And again, Chloe Legazzo, pretty instrumental coming off the bench to contribute Mm. to that win, which is exciting for her as well. So, uh, look, Western United, I, I said from the start they're a team that will be competitive absolutely but they're just they're proving themselves week after week which is fantastic and the jets got a huge monkey off their backs uh, with a first home win in a year against uh, against adelaide yeah they'll be relieved with that i know adelaide were, were going in for that win and they were very confident going into that match um adrian centers had a had a pretty good run with with his team so far but the Jets needed that win desperately, and I think that's just a bit of a confidence boost for them as well to get that win just at 2-0 is is a good one. Uh, now, what about the champions? Melbourne victory, uh, they beat Canberra. Alex Chidiak getting the winner. But uh, I see Jeff Hopkins reserving most of his praise for his goalkeeper, Casey Dumont, who, of course, is the, uh, the reigning goalkeeper of the year. Uh, hers is an amazing story of defiance in the face of adversity. I know she's had an awful lot of injuries. Is she a shout for the Matildas at some stage or is that a bridge too far? Look, Casey Casey goes a long time back with Jeff Hopkins. And in my experience, she was a young one coming through when the very, very first W League was beginning. And she was that initial raw goalkeeper going back. And so her story is absolutely incredible. Um, how she's not featured with the Matildas more. I'm not quite sure. I think injuries obviously have played a, a huge part of that, but um, Jeff's not wrong, I think, in in commending her. She's incredible and just the mentality of of the girl to keep going is, is absolutely fierce. So I think if we're looking at um, mentality and, and that goalkeeper position and, and the future as well, I know Casey is not young anymore, but She's just got so much experience. It's absolutely, incre- absolutely incredible what she's done in her career in her own right. And so, look, I, I never say never. Put it that way. You just never know with, with the national team and how things fold uh, or unfold with injuries or, or changes as well. So I think Casey is always one that will be up there, I think, in the goalkeeper role. Nice problem potentially for Tony Gustafsson to have. Um, just another game on the A-League women's Western Sydney Wanderers and Wellington, the Battle of the Cellar Dwellers, uh, they both drew. Um, the Wanderers, I see, have signed Serena Bolden. Will that embolden their team? Pardon oh. the pun. Oh, that's a good one. Look, I rate Serena Bolden. I think just watching her with the Philippines women's national team, she's been quite impressive in that attacking force. And she's come from the Japanese league. I don't think she's had um, as much as... A run as she would have liked to in that league and I think coming to Australia and playing in our league is only going to benefit um, her game as well just the physicality sometimes that the, the A-league can bring so I think it's not a bad thing for the Wanderers to to have signed her I think the Wanderers are sort of in a development phase I think at the moment just that rebuild um, with what's happened with them over the last couple of years as well so 
to be expected. There's a lot of young faces in there, but the addition of an international, the experience, the exposure, I think, can only help um, sort of build that team moving forward in the season. Is that same as preparation mode, Alicia? Versus performance mode. (laughs) I'm being facetious. Sorry. Gosh, you know. The P's, Simon, the P's. Oh, dear. Go on, Broski. Alicia, there's a few bigger questions. Um, We saw just before Christmas that Vivian Miedemar and Beth Mead both were ruled out of the uh, Women's World Cup with ACL injuries. Um, Alexia Puteas also suffered one last year. Uh, And and there are a few others. Kaya Simon um, being one as well. So is an overpacked schedule causing this, do you think, or, or there's other reasons? Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones with uh, knee injuries. They've just been around the women's game for so long. It's almost um, if you haven't had one, you know, it's your, you're missing you're out. You're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm one of the ones that missed out in my career, fortunately, but um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of players have gone through that journey of, of the ACL. Um, there's a bit of bit of talk about schedules, yes, but there's also a bit of um, talk about hormones and, and biomechanics and how that changes, I guess, during um, a, a woman's cycle, basically, throughout uh, a month and then throughout the season, how that impacts their risk of injury to joints. So that's quite interesting. Um I think what we're seeing, though, ultimately in women's professional football is in the last three, four years especially, that's the heightened peak of the professional game. And so we're seeing a lot more exposure. We're seeing a lot more players playing longer seasons, literally going from club to country with no break and then back again. So, yeah, I think it's a mixture of those factors and studies are, are in full flight at the moment to sort of work out collectively like what is the issue here what do we need Mm. to look at what we need to adjust for women's footballers but also women's sport in general it's 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 quite consistent yeah i I did read some of that research and it said that uh, women i think is it four times more likely to suffer acl injuries than men which is staggering to me yeah it's huge it's it's really really interesting and i think they've got a a lot of people looking into that research and I think moving forward, of course, we expect improvement. That's the beauty of science, right? But um, at the moment, everything is quite fresh. The professionalism of the game, the exposure, the intensity, uh, the amount of matches that people are playing, again, is is new. It's fresh. And we'll see how that goes with the science moving forward. And just on those schedules, of course, FIFA announced uh, just after the World Cup that we're going to have a FIFA Women's Club World Cup added to that schedule as well. Now, aside of the added workload, which obviously is an important question, but just for football in this country, is that a good thing for countries like Australia? Uh, Look, it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion. Um, I think for exposure of our league, absolutely, it's a great thing. I think we need all the exposure we can get at the moment, particularly with what's happened in the last three or so weeks in, in our league. But I think um, on the flip of that, yeah, it is particularly difficult to make sure that we're competitive um, in those tournaments as well so that we hold ourselves in good stead. Um, bearing in mind, if we're talking about a club World Cup, all of our stars are playing overseas by mm. and large. The majority of our our top players in our leagues, they're not playing for our, for our A-League, right? They're playing for Chelsea, yeah. they're playing for Arsenal. So the weight of of how that impacts Australian women's football will be interesting. I think we've got to be amongst it. But um, I think whether or not 
right now we're able to be as competitive as some of the other teams that will will feature in that league we'll wait and see but something to work towards i think as a country and as a as a league and as a code i guess even to get to the club world cup uh we've got to have an asian champions league for women before we get there to find out who who actually qualifies but i I suppose the the positive is that there's probably going to be a fair bit of prize money for a fifa women's club world cup i don't know whether they'd run it alongside the men's um, which sort of gives the clubs here a bit of incentive to invest in their women's program, correct? Correct, correct. And absolutely any sort of um, incentive with with finance as well on the flip. If, if teams are able to perform and achieve, then there's a return on investment as well. So it's something to be considered, absolutely. And and we expect our top teams to be those, those teams that go forward and almost represent us mm. um, and our league. So... If we were to take the catchment that we're looking at at the moment, Melbourne City, Western United, Melbourne Victory, and gosh, have I missed one? Yes, I have. Who have I missed? Sydney FC. Did you Sydney say Sydney FC? FC? Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, gosh, Sydney. Yeah, so that that would be my expectation. That would be our representation mm. out there initially. Um, and again, if you look at the calibre of players in those teams at the moment, it's not bad. It's pretty good, right? Um, so... Return on investment is a big thing, but of course, if we're going to be competitive, we need that initial investment and commitment from our clubs as well to support these these players. You're off everybody's Christmas list in Sydney, or at least half of it, uh, oh, Alicia. Yes. Good job Christmas has just gone. Alicia, thanks so much again for your time as ever uh, tonight, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you on the Global Game again next week. Thanks, Alicia. Amazing. See you, Alicia. Thanks, guys. See you. That's Alicia Carnabas with uh, the women's game.